Penguins Collective Podcast is brought to you by Third Assist Hockey Company. Third Assist celebrates hockey at its roots, whether it's designing one-of-a-kind vintage and outdoor hockey gloves, or whether they're handcrafting custom wood hockey sticks, they're celebrating the history of the game we all love. TPC is the only media outlet with Third Assist discounts, so go over to thirdassist.com and use code TPC15 for 15% off of any gift for yourself or for your family this hockey season. Remember, use code TPC15 for 15% off. Hello and welcome to the Penguins Collective Podcast. My name is Louie. My name is Josh. And we are two brothers who love to debate about sports. Especially the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Penguins suck. Our hopes and dreams are done for the year. Let's try to explain it all. The Islanders came into town looking for a rematch we thought hey this is gonna be our game we got Tristan Jari back he's the starter tonight this should be an easy win Barzal is hurt on the Islanders they're basically working with an AHL team over there this should be easy for us but we fall to the Islanders four to two Josh, how are you feeling? First thoughts off the dome. Yeah, pretty upset because, I mean, I texted you today when I saw Jari was the was announced the starter. I was excited because I felt that Friday's game against the Islanders. um, I'm blanking on the Islanders goalies name. Broken. Yes. If if he just played the same way and we play the same way, Tristan Jari just has to make a, f- a few stops that Casey DeSmith didn't, and boom, we're, we get the W. Oh, and then goodness. found out about um, the the player from the Islanders. You just said that who's who's hurt, uh, Barzal. Who's Barzal, who wasn't playing. Uh, and then there was someone else who uh, ended up being a scratch as well that played on on Friday. Um, so they were down two guys, uh, Josh Bailey, I think it was. Um, Maybe in their top six. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So they were down two guys, and I was like, oh yeah, awesome, great. Okay, all we have to really worry about is uh, Anders Lee and Horvat. It's like, okay, we got this, we got this, yeah. and. First period came out. I mean, it was a little shaky, not gonna lie. But at the same time, I was I was kind of expecting some shakiness from Tristan Jari. Um, first game back since what January? So January like twentieth or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, so absolutely, I, I didn't think he was going to be lights out, but I thought he was just going to be a lot better than the Smith. And overall, I think he was just I think uh, the defense was the overall letdown in front of him today. But yeah, so Penguins lost, but 
there were just there were some things that you kind of saw that it wasn't going to be our night and there were a few instances where just i mean right off the right off the bat our first goal okay just t- just look at that for what it was with Jake Enzel's goal mm-hmm. Cro- Crosby don't know what he's trying to do because like i can't really tell the way that it left his stick is he trying to shoot it or is, is he actually trying to find Gensel on the other side? I think he was trying to shoot that puck. No, oh yeah, I agree. And he okay. whipped on it somewhat. Correct. And then yeah. it just fell to Gensel on the other side of, uh, of the net. Now, I think right there, I felt like, oh man, if th- that's a lucky bounce, if we're relying on lucky bounces, we're not going to win this game. Yeah, sure enough, that's that ended up happening. But I, I just I I'm out of excuses for this team, man. I'm out of excuses. Hundred percent, hundred percent. All right, here's my take on it. Yeah. I honestly thought this was the most consistent game the Penguins have played in a while. So really, I'm talking. I'm talking. Oh, hold on, hold on. I, I didn't say they were good. I just said consistent. So their first 20 minutes were consistent. Their second period was consistent. Third period was consistent. The only issue is we just got, we just played horrible. Got outplayed. We got outplayed. First of all, Sororkin played phenomenal. He stood on his head today. Um, and, And our defense just had too many turnovers, had too many misplays. We, we really just, a lot of uselessness with the puck. I just feel, I just feel so disappointed. Not because of this team not being able to win, because I know this is the result we're going to have for the rest of the year. Um, the Penguins just got outplayed. Penguins just sucked. Uh, and there were at points where I'd rather just scroll on my phone than watch the game because. It's the same stuff. Okay, we're in the zone for five seconds. We try to do something. Oh, they have the puck now. And it's going the other way. Okay. Oh, we got called, you know, for, for hooking. Wow. You know, it's just it's just stuff like that. I know we had more power plays than they did, but it, it's still relevant. Let's talk about that for a second. Our special yeah. teams is trash. They, they, um, Steve Mears said a wonderful stat wonderful in the sake of how embarrassing it is in december we were number four in the nhl now in penalty kills correct and now 28th in the league i wrote that down i was going to talk about this that's all in the noggin josh just like hex talk the mind is a vault so oh i i was just shocked when i heard that I knew we were like back, but I was expecting like 16. Yeah, middle of the road. Yeah, middle of the road. Like we could get back. Oh, we're we're 28. Well, we're 28 since that point. So like I think averages. I think we are, you know, middle of the road right now for the whole season. But I don't. What he's talking about is from that moment that we were uh, fourth in the league. We 
from that span were 28th. But you could tell me right now that, oh. hey, you're 28 in the league in penalty kill. I'd be like, I, I mean, yeah. sure. I know we're that in power play because that's – we had how many opportunities? I'm just going to look really we had, quickly. We had four power plays. We had four power plays, and we only scored on one. Which that was going to be something else that I talked about, like in terms of lucky bounces and just things going our way when we just I didn't feel like we were playing well because our power play was absolute trash. 100%. A sweet shot by Petrie goes off of the post and right into Zucker's stick. Basically. Yeah, and then Zucker had a rough time getting that puck into the into net. The net. Mm-hmm. He stayed with it, which is yep. good. Good job by Zucker. I appreciate the effort by Zucker, but I'm sick and tired of the effort. Like, dude, yes. we just need to have some shots that go in. Like, we need to be doing a better job. Now I know Sororkin played great. I know that their defense outplayed ours. Yes, you could take all that into consideration, but with our top six, the way that it is, these pucks should be flying in the net. Not lucky bounces, not trickling in, not almost on the line, almost over. No, I'm talking, oh, nice tic-tac-toe pass. Like, I want to see like, oh, I don't think I've seen a, oh my gosh, look at that shot from the Penguins since december october yeah I, I think the last nice play was uh uh over the west coast trip where crosby had that nice backhand pass uh oh like, yeah it was like a no look uh yeah against backhand. the kings i think it was i think or was, no no it was the sharks it was the game that we won against the Sharks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it was the nice drop past the Gensel. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, okay. But the fact that it's overshadowed by, yeah. and that was just a couple games ago, <laughs> overshadowed by the suckiness that we have seen from the Pittsburgh Penguins. It, it's it's become laughable at this point. It's become a joke. I mean, go on Twitter. Just press the hashtag Let's Go Pens. I, I implore you to do that because you're just going to see frustrated fans. There's you don't even you don't even have to hit that hashtag. You can just search on Twitter pens, and oh, you'll, yeah, get, you'll sure. get even more. Now I'm going to say a little hot take. Pet Pittsburgh fans get a little heated in sports. Okay, I I live in Pittsburgh. This is all we have. Okay, sports is all we have here. They get a little heated very quickly. So this isn't just an overreaction from the fan base. This isn't just, oh, we're losing, we're upset, you know? This isn't, hey, Kenny Pickett threw an interception, we're upset with the offense. No, no, no. The team is 0-17. This team is is literally going down. Um, This team is not going to make the playoffs. And it's becoming clearer and clearer to the fan base. This isn't people who know hockey versus who doesn't know hockey. Look at the game that you watch. If you're going live, if you're watching on TV, it's not the same team that was on the ice last year. It's not even the same team that was on the ice in December, 
October. It's a different team. And it's just horrible, horrible to see, Josh. Horrible. Yeah, I mean, there are a few things that were just sticking out to me. The whole game that I was watching was, it was lack of zone awareness when we were in on the power play. Like, we have the upper hand, and yet we're still dumping and chasing. We're, you know, just... We're fighting for the puck at the blue line. Yeah. Which what are we doing? Baffles me. Baffles me. These pucks. All right. So just a little, little fun tidbit here. I went to a beer league hockey game last night. Okay. 9:30 puck drop. Ridiculous time. I know. But went to a a, a beer league hockey game. These guys work nine to five, five days a week. And the little enjoyment that they get is playing beer league hockey with their buddies on a Sunday night. And they play better defense on a power play they, than, than these pros that get paid millions of dollars. They're at the blue line. They're staying strong. Pucks come back. They're setting up plays. These guys are beer league hockey players. They do it for fun. These professionals are trying to chip in and they're trying to pinch on a on a power play which makes no sense stay in your lane my guy you're you're going to get the puck you're there to establish a play guys are going to go to the front of the net you're supposed to put it on net and we'll get the bounce we'll get the rebound and we'll get a power play goal stop trying to be a hero stop trying to force things to happen And I think that's what's going on with the Penguins. They're getting so desperate that they're looking like a a beer league hockey team when they should be, hey, we're confident. Just let the power play roll out. Let's establish a play and I guarantee you will score. And that's not what's happening on the power play like you were saying. Yeah, exactly. And there were also a few instances where it's not only on the power play, but just when we were in the attacking zone. We couldn't win crucial faceoffs. No. We had we we were struggling tonight. And just looking at just now, these are just box score numbers, but you know, I I don't like just looking at box score numbers. I, if you watch the game, you'll see it more in detail. But the Islanders had 34 faceoff wins to our 22. Now that may not seem like a huge difference. It's only 12. But at the same time, it's also you have to look at the nuance of it. Where were those yeah. faceoffs? We were losing those fa- faceoffs in the attacking zone when we should be winning them. Now, yeah. granted, the Islanders, they have the same mindset. OK, we're in our own zone. We need to win this faceoff. OK, so I get that. Everyone wants to win their faceoff. But when we're trying to either protect a lead or expand on the lead, and we can't get those crucial face-offs, that's, that's a tough look. That's a tough look, especially even on the penalty kill. I saw it a few times. Even though we killed off all three of their penalties, yeah, we were losing some of those face-offs. And it was, it was tough, tough to watch because Teddy Bluger, he's on that penalty kill to win those face-offs and to kill yeah. penalties. And, and not he, only that. But if oh, he can't, yeah, if he can't do that, because we all know he can't score right now. So if he's already oh, yeah. not scoring 
and then on top of it, he can't kill, he can't win those faceoffs in the yeah. penalty kill. It's yeah. going to make things worse. And yeah. Also, I, you got to look at one other person, Carter. Right? We we've all we've been talking yeah. about Carter for a long time, how he's not producing. But the one thing that he was good at was faceoffs in our own zone. That's the reason why Mike Sullivan put him out on a power play on the second line is because he knows we're in a situation where we're in their zone. So let's try to win a faceoff. It hasn't been happening for him. He has not been winning faceoffs. He has not been producing. He had a wide open net today. Couldn't bury it. Band on it. Couldn't yeah. bury it. So these are the things that you have to start looking. Our bottom six. At first, when I you know when I hear people go, "Hey, our bottom six isn't good," I go, "Well, you know, they're decent. They're bottom six for a reason." That's my immediate thought. That, yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, you know, they're not Sid or Gino, so I get it. Yep. But now, the gap from these three games, I'm going to take from the first Islanders game, the Devils game, and this Islanders game. The gap between the top six and the bottom six is wider than I expected. The and wider I, than I thought. I'll, I'll take it one step further. Our bottom six compared to those two teams' bottom six is oh. even wider than I thought. Oh my gosh, yeah. This should have been an easy game for us. This should have been an easy welcome back, Tristan Jari. They had they had a, a a guy on their fourth line that was it's his first NHL game, right? No, I'm and right. I'm not saying you know hey he's a he's a pro. I'm not I'm not trying to dog him in any in any way whatsoever, but I'm just saying our bottom six has years of experience, and we yeah. couldn't compare against the guy who's lacing it up for the first time in the NHL. That's and tough. That's that, tough. that's. And that brings us to just what is happening with this team. I went on a rant yesterday about it. Josh and I spoke about it at the the first Islanders game. Where is this team going? Are we trying to make the playoffs now? Are we going to make a push now? Because this is the question. Everyone's talking, Hextall, get on the phone, right? That's what that's what I was talking about yes, uh on um, Saturday and, and and today it's not even about that like I hit 48 hours I'm a different man all, all I'm like are we just what are what is our goal are we making the playoffs or not I don't care about trades anymore are we good just tell me are we going to keep the streak alive because if we if we keep the streak alive that's a win for me yeah that's an absolute win for me yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, as a optimistic fan, I want to say yes. But at the same time, like after tonight's performance, like how do you how do you confidently say yes? You just you well, kind of say yes as like a a you know a blind supporter, just saying yes. I believe this team is going to make the playoffs. Well. They're not the only ones who are blind. Uh, some of the players in the locker room have been saying the same thing after this game, Josh. So let's just, I'll start off with Marcus Pedersen because I find his quote to be a little unique um, from everyone else's. <laughs> uh, it sucks losing right now, the way that we're losing. No one's happy, but we believe in each other. 
The only way we're going to get out of this is together with what we have in this room. That's Marcus Pedersen. And I'm trying to find... Um, uh, Malkin? So, uh, uh, Malkin, yes. Uh, we'll wake up tomorrow. This is Malkin, sorry. Mm-hmm. We'll wake up tomorrow with a little bit of rest. We'll have a couple days of rest before the next game. We understand every game is important. Jari's back. Just stay focused. Stay positive. Support each other. It is not over. We need to win a lot. I think we'll be fine. Mike Sullivan said this game was similar to the loss on Friday in New York. Because instead of finding a way to win, we found a way to lose. Mike Sullivan continued. I thought we pushed back. We had a lot of quality looks. It was similar in a lot of circumstances to the game in Long Island. Instead of finding a way to win, we found a way to lose. Blah, blah, blah. Well, no, that's a, that's, a, that's a big quote there at the end. Instead of finding a way to win, we found a way to lose. And I think that is the biggest issue with this team. And that's, it's kind of been that way all year is that we cannot finish. How many times have we been on here talking about how we went into the third with a lead? Perfect example tonight. Go into the third with a lead and we lose. Not in overtime, but in regulation. And it's it's the same old song and dance. And I get what Sullivan is saying. I am I will pound the table for Sullivan to be here for life. But he can't be going up there saying the same thing over and over. It's not a good look. And someone needs to start doing something. And I, I don't know what goes on behind closed doors. We're not at liberty to you know, speak on what we don't know. But something's sure. got to be done. And I already saw that they canceled practice tomorrow, so they are giving them more rest. I don't know if that's going to work. I get it. We have an older group, but I don't know if it's don't, lack of All right, that makes that me, me that makes me even more mad. That, that yeah. makes me, I, I just found this. I didn't know they canceled practice. So they canceled practice on their off day. Because we we don't play until Thursday against Connor McDavid, and our solution is guys, guys. I know we suck, but let's not practice on the things that we're doing. And I get it; it's for rest. I get it; it's to clear the mind. But guess what? That's not going to help this team unless Mike uh, Mike Sullivan and Ron Hextall want to preserve time together so they could figure out who's gone and who's not. Maybe yeah. that's what it's for. Because Mike I, Sullivan I says, uh-uh, I'm done with this. We're marching into Ron Hextall's office. We're going to say, we're locking the door. We're ordering in lunch. And we're going to figure out who is staying, who is going, and how we're going to make the playoffs. Because I guarantee you about this new ownership, they're probably ruthless. Okay, they're a Boston organization, so they're probably ruthless. What they're going to say is, I bought you thinking you had a streak in the the longest streak in postseason of all sports. That was valuable to us. Now you might not even hit it the first year we have you. 
a lot of changes are going to start coming down the pipe if we're not hitting this mark now this is me being negative and i understand that is that what's actually happening probably not but this is this stuff could happen and this is the stuff that I, I have to speculate on this because there's nothing else to talk about in the Penguins organization. Now, I just want to clarify uh, Taylor Haas, if I'm getting her last, last name incorrect. I apologize, Taylor. But she did specify that even though practice is canceled, it is not an official day off. They will most likely be focusing on video and off ice workouts. Oh, wow. Yeah. That. So the next on ice practice will be Wednesday. Great. So I don't know. I mean, it's tough. And one thing that like I'm really bummed about, not even after the game, just like how we're talking about this, that line brawl. We, like yeah. it gets it gets overshadowed because we lost the game because like not because of well, it. Uh, like, well, no, I, let, we can talk about it. There's no organized structure here, but excuse me but we don't but, but like you know what but like you know what i mean like that should have been like something like oh like, like asking the players like hey like from what the about front. that line brawl yeah but not only that but just like us like from the front like that should have been like something we talked about because how often do we see things like that how often do we see 10 guys in in penalty boxes i think people have hit a, a level of i don't care like people are like oh that's cool that you had a line brawl um why are we losing though (laughs) like yeah and 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 my thing was i kind of enjoyed the line brawl not because i'm a i'm a dumb hockey fan who just likes to watch the fights but what i liked about it is that they stood up for each other yes and and my thing was where was that from day one this season you know, it's so funny that all of them are like, we're a team now. Oh, yeah, this is our team. We fight for each other. And I'm like, well, you guys didn't sound like that in November or December. You guys didn't act like that in January. So what's the difference? Knowing that you're going to get traded or not knowing that there's going to be trades? You know, because yeah. it's, it's either or. So clearly something's happening. Either they were informed that no one is leaving, so get to know each other, or hey, half of you are going to be gone. So bet I, I want to start seeing some results. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. But it was nice to see a little brawl. It was nice to see people defending each other. I like the core getting involved with that. And um yeah, it gets overshadowed. And honestly, what's even funnier is that that overshadowed an amazing save by Sororkin with the paddle. Great and play. no one talked about it. And so he had an unbelievable save, and then people started punching each other. His save goes under the radar. Then we absolutely blow a 2-1 lead going into the third. That gets blown over. The, the brawl gets blown over by that. And then the overall score gets blown over because we've been sucking for so long. Yeah. Yeah. And I I will say 
the uh, Penguins uh, Twitter social media person. Shout out to you guys. So after all that went down with the with the brawl and they sorted everything out with the penalties, they just tweeted out, "We don't like you at New York Islanders." Perfect. Gosh. Josh, that was Perfect. the only positive thing that came from the Penguins organization today. Just that's and, it. And half and half price, uh, Jake Shakes. I know. I I so wish I could be in Pittsburgh because do you, do you have any idea how fat I would be? I love milk. Josh, I've been gaining weight so much. Well, I lost a little bit of weight because Jake hasn't been performing as he was <laughs> in the earlier season. But um, no, I mean it's it's. It's it's pretty bad. That's pretty bad that I've, I've been drinking a lot of this. But yeah, um, Josh's team absolutely sucks. So so what 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 do we go from here? Like everyone is speculating, right? Everyone's saying, oh, trade away our you know if if our goal is to win a cup, go and trade our future, right? That's what we see on Twitter. But you made a great point. We hear others making a great point of saying there is no future. Yeah, like there's. There's nothing. There's nothing in the farm system. There's nothing uh, worth drafting. I mean, I, ta- I think I talked about this on Saturday after the. Oh, excuse me, not Saturday. On Friday after the the last Islanders game. <clears throat> what What are you getting for that first round pick? When, if we do make the playoffs and we are in the top half of the or back half of the draft, what are you getting? Some prospect that will come in three, four years. Is that worth it? Or is it worth it to go attach that first round draft pick to either other draft picks and prospects to get a developed NHL talent that'll help make a run now? Because one of the reasons I bet as to why they're not having on ice price uh, practice tomorrow is due to their ages. We have old guys. They're still very talented. I'm not trying to take that away. Carter's not. Well, you could take that away from Carter. Okay. But everyone else is extremely talented, even in their older age. Sure. But so we can't we can't wait on these prospects that are gonna take three years to develop, get into our, our farm system and become NHL, you know, ready players. Yeah. If if that's the plan. If that's the plan, Ron Hextall should have never brought back Malkin, Latang, any of those guys. Because you're you're clearly saying to Sid, it's all on you. It's all up to you to carry this team. Because what is the point? It like just get the, the NHL ready talent now. Go out yeah. and make a trade. And now this is also Ron Hextall's issue as well, because while he was trying to keep an eye out on the future, he forgot about the present and didn't scout talent well and didn't fill the bottom six well enough to perform. Yeah, and, I mean, and then oh, I'm sorry, just the last thing. And then on top of it, you can't because the they can't they can't perform. Their talent isn't good enough to have any trade value. So now you're in this predicament where you want to keep your draft picks for the future, but yet you don't have enough talent 
now to compete and make a push. And you don't have enough trade assets to make a move to try to get you over any type of hump that you are like dealing with. Like right now, like we're in some sort of slump that we got to kick out of, which granted, don't know if a trade would get us out of it, but it'd be a nice, nice uh, addition to the, the team. But Ron Hextall made his bed. Now he's got to sleep in it. Yeah, I mean, he made those trades in the offseason with his defenseman. I think he did that just to make noise. Yeah, I would still... At the time, I was cool with the Matheson trade, but now... I don't know, because he was only here for a season. I, so I know, that's why I, I was I cool with he, him going. But like now I'm just like, you know what? Like Petrie's got a huge salary cap. Polling is now benched for Drew O'Connor. Just give me Matheson back. Yeah, he's been lighting up where he is. I, I just think, I don't know. I don't know. I think he made a trade to make a trade in the offseason just to, to do something. And then now people want him to make a trade. And he's like, uh, 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 I'm not doing what I did in the offseason. Yeah. So, so I don't know. Is he doing it out of spite? Is he not trying? Is he like, hey, we still believe in this team. We know we can make the playoffs. We know we can get a first round exit because that's basically what we're going to get. I, I think no, I think he's just trying to save face and he know he has been trying, but knows that he has no leverage, no cards to play. So. Yeah, yeah, people probably were like, "We'll trade you Gensel," and we're like, no. "Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like, he probably picks up the phone and they go, Ron, but we don't want anyone that you're offering. We don't want anyone. Yeah. So, what? So what else probably, you got? You want to give yeah. me a first round draft pick? And he's like, No, no. All right, yeah. well then, good luck to you. So Ron is saving face by saying, "We like the team. We like the team. We like the team." Yeah, I like the team until. But then it's so funny because then he'll say, oh, I love this team. I really like the team we put together. But, man, do they play really good at some time and really bad at other How do you fix that? I don't know. But, you know, no, no, no. You fix that, Ron. You fix that. Yeah, don't worry about it. I got the master plan all up in the good old noggin. Don't worry about it. It is too good to write down. So... Oh, I don't know what we're doing. I don't know. I mean, we have a tough, tough game coming up. I, It's hard to imagine that something won't be done by the end of the week. Something has to be done by the end of the week. Like, we know we're going to lose against Edmonton, right? Like, I think we all are under, under, like, under the assumption that we're going to lose this game. I don't know. No, don't, Josh. We just played an Islander team that didn't have their stars on it, and yeah. we failed. We I had know. our starting goalie in. I know, but I kind of feel like we're here. Hear me out. We're gonna play really well, and this is this is like one of my issues with this team. I think we're gonna come out against Edmonton because we're home. We're gonna play well. And then I think from there, it's going to go flip again. We're going to 
at, at uh, St. Louis after that. I think that will be another game where it's like, oh, well, we may just fall on our face and then we'll lose to Tampa right after. And oh, I so think, you're saying we're going to have one good game. Yeah, and we're, we're just going to waste it all on this Western Conference team. And like, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, we have all these upcoming games against Western Conference teams that I feel like we're going to play so well against. And then we're going to come to Tampa. We're going to go to Florida. We're going to go to Columbus. And we're just going to lose out. Just, just poop the bed. Here's here's where I think, all right? So if I know my Penguins, okay, we're going to start this game against Edmonton. Like you said, we have a couple days rest. You know, we didn't practice yesterday, so there should be no excuse, right? We're going to come out that first period like a Stanley Cup team. We'll, yeah. we'll probably drop three goals. Okay, maybe. Who knows? Uh, does Edmonton even have like a back-to-back? Because usually they're a Western team visiting, so maybe they're playing Probably like not. Edmonton, whatever. Who, it, you know what? It doesn't even matter. I feel like we're going to come out the greatest team in the world in the first period. Second period and third period, we're going to suck. And we're going to either keep the lead that we established in the first but as we know, the Penguins don't really know how to hold on to a lead. So, or we just lose it in regulation. And I think it's the way we lose that may cause some things to get done. Like the ownership has to step in at one point and say, okay, now it's time to do something. Or are these like owners a hands-off ownership group? Like, hey, you guys do what you do. Yeah, this is a, this is our first year dealing with them. So, and this is their first hockey team. They don't have another hockey team. Oh yeah, that's right. So I'm trying. I'm trying to trying to think who's in their portfolio. Yeah, you would think it would be Boston, but no, it's not. I mean, where the so they have Liverpool, they have the Boston Red Sox. Red Sox. The Penguins, a racing team. Yeah. That's Those pretty are, much it. That's, that's, what I'm, that's what I know about them as well. Yeah, so this is their first, like, hockey team. And I'm sure they're like, we're just, we're just getting used to the business of hockey. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, hey, well, hopefully they figure it out. Hopefully the Penguins get, get back on track, but... We will see. We will see this upcoming Thursday. Now it is time for our TPC beauty of the game. Josh, hard to pick one in a a loss like this, but who would you say is the TPC beauty of the game? To me, I, I think it's Zucker. Zucker gets the power play goal yep. and then he's throwing his body around. He's the one that kind of started that whole uh, scuffle scuff skirt cuffle him and Malkin. Nice. Um, so they're I mean, it's just, you know what? It's energy. Zucker. He was hyping the crowd from the box. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah, let's give it to Zucker. Zucker's the best. All right. Yeah. The Zuck. We're giving it to yeah, him. I'd, li- I'd like to give it to Jari, but when you let in... So oh, that, that easy goal, the third goal, that's the when I was... Thinking. Or that one up against the post. Yeah, I was like, dude, you know better. Yeah. Come on. But, anyway. Oh, speaking of Jari, hopefully he got hit in the neck. So, hopefully he doesn't... Oh, yeah, he did. Like, keep an eye on that. There's a couple days until our next game. I think he'll be fine, but... I, you never know with Jari. You never know how long he'll be out with an upper body injury. So keep an eye on that. But um, yeah, our TPC beauty of the game is the Zuck, Jason Zucker. The Penguins' next home game is Thursday, February 23rd, 7 o'clock. Edmonton and Connor McDavid is coming into town. And uh, they're they're doing, they're Not doing all right. There. Not, well, yeah, but I think they're on the losing streak. They lost uh, yeah, they're on a losing streak, three but they're or fighting. four in a row. Okay, I mean, we've seen a longer streak, so who yeah. cares? Uh, don't talk to me, Oilers fans. <laughs> Get out of here. They're like, oh, 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 we have Connor. Yeah, we have like two superstars as well. So like, relax. Um, yeah, that's our next game. Josh, where can these frustrated, disappointed, angry Penguins fans find us? Yeah, so if you like to listen to two people rant and rave about what the Penguins should do, even though they will not do anything that we say, uh, you will find us on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Just while you're there, make sure that you like, subscribe, leave a comment, review, whatever it is. Uh, just whatever that platform offers. I mean, just make sure that you do that for us. And then it's, also, it's greatly appreciated. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's very appreciated. And then on Twitter, you will find us at Pens Collective. Yeah, yeah. Louie. Jif game is strong again. I was seeing that during the intermissions. Great yeah. tweets during the game. And then, you know, we just want to engage with you guys, the fans, uh, you know, on non-games uh, during the week. So just come uh, interact with us on social media. We are there. Uh, you know, uh, we also have an email, the pen, the penguins collective at Gmail. Correct. I mean, we, we could start opening it up to questions or whatever you guys oh, want. Like if you guys want to do something different, if you want us, excuse me, if you want us to do something different, let us know. We're open to suggestions. We're here for you. At the end of the day, we're here for you. This should be a safe space. Safe space for everyone's opinions <laughs> and thoughts. Unless it's wrong. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no, no. That's a great idea. I would love for you guys, if you have any questions, email. We would love to talk about it. We'll give you a little shout out. Uh, and, uh, you know, yeah, let's talk about it. That's the whole point of the Penguins Collective. Um, and we would love to hear from you guys. But that'll do it for this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you in the next one. And as always, Joshua. Let's go, Pens. Thank you.